Well, there's now a significant number of cases involving South Australians who are stuck in New South Wales, desperate to get home. There's a powerful story on the front page of today's ties are about a woman, an Adelaide woman who's in Sydney. She's fallen pregnant several months ago. In fact, she fell pregnant to her partner who's in Adelaide. She's uh, still trying to get an answer from SA Health about whether she's allowed to come home. Uh, there was another story yesterday, a great story in the ties are about these two grey nomads, people in their 70s who were stranded on a roadside near Broken Hill after they made the fatal error of jumping in the caravan and uh, heading up to Cooktown. They're still trying to get an answer from SA Health as to whether they can get back. And um, we just mentioned it before, um, the case of Lily Anderson, one of many boarders uh, who are currently trying to get a straight answer as to whether they're going to be allowed back for the school holidays. And in Lily's case, she's been told that if she, if she does go to New South Wales as a 12-year-old girl on her return to South Australia, she will be forced to self-isolate on her own without her parents for the full two weeks and uh, engage in remote learning on her own at the Loretto Boarding School. Well, the backdrop to all of this discussion has resulted in a really interesting uh, conversation conversations that I've had in the last 24 hours with a government whistleblower who has shed some light on one group of people from New South Wales who are having no trouble getting in to SA without the normal requirements to do quarantine. Now, the opposition tried to get some information about this last week. They asked a question of the Transport Minister on September 7 about whether it was the case that uh, rail workers were being flown in from New South Wales or Victoria to work on the Gawler Rail electrification project. Now, interestingly, even though the question was aimed at Corey Wingard, the Premier answered it, and quite rightly... Because we're not anti-essential workers coming into the state. We get that the economy still needs to run, projects still need to be worked on. But in very general terms, without talking about the detail at all, the Premier said all the decisions with regard to exemptions for essential workers are made by ministers, not made by ministers. They are made, of course, by SA Health. We've got very strict protocols in place, etc. We get all of that. Anyway, what the person inside government has told me is the full details of the arrangements that are being put in place. Part of this is because of the delays um, that the Department of Infrastructure and Transport has working with the lead contractor on the Gawler electrification project, Akiona. Now, they've drawn up plans to bring in up to 100 workers from New South Wales, Victoria, New Zealand and Western Australia. Uh, I've been told that a big chunk will be from New South Wales and they will not be required to complete a full 14 days of quarantine as is currently required for most people coming from New South Wales, they may get them to quarantine for just 36 hours before or after they arrive. Now, understand that one of the workers has already been here. Um, he was a, 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 a rail-specific high-voltage training worker, and he came here and he was required to do uh, the training behind some sort of screen as he hadn't done his full 14 days quarantine. Now, the proposed COVID management plan drawn up by Akiona says these workers must have a negative COVID test result 36 hours before leaving New South Wales. They must quarantine individually for a determined period, most likely about 36 hours, uh, then give another uh, COVID test result. Then when they start work, they'll be limited to what's called a specific no-go zone along the Gawler line, somewhere between the 21 and 43 kilometre mark. 
They'll wear orange hard hats to identify themselves. They'll have their own toilet facilities and crib rooms. They will use their own specific vehicles and they'll have to keep a minimum of five metres away from other South Australian-based staff. This is what the government whistleblower said. Now, Wingard was asked about this in Parliament, but Marshall decided to answer it and didn't directly answer or confirm this was happening. If you submit questions on this, they will try to delay or not directly answer the questions because they are frightened about a public backlash. They are only doing this because the Gawler Rail electrification program has been so poorly handled they believe it will damage their infrastructure credentials if it is not finished before the election. And this is partly why it is taking SA Health so long to get back to other applicants because they are focusing on this management plan. Now, I went back to this source seeking more detail, asking about whether any of the South Australian workers who are going to be working alongside people from the high-infection city of Sydney, um, he's provided me with a, a note written by Mark Lawton, who is the health and safety officer at Islington Railway Workshops in Kilburn, aimed at reassuring the workers uh, here, saying that uh, 14 of the 15 of the transferring New South Wales employees have had a double vaccination, uh, that transferring employees will have separate amenities, separate cleaners for their amenities, um, and that uh, before entering they must provide a negative COVID test result and then upon arrival in SA, another negative test result. Two things interest me out of this. One is the backlog, as alleged, within SA Health, but also the fact that it quite clearly creates a public perception that if you're involved in, in some kind of work, particularly work that appears to be of a political nature, right on the cusp of an election, a way can be found for you to get into South Australia. That's borne out to be accurate. I'm not going to look at orange road uh, work, hard work hats the same way ever again. No. No. <laughs> That's an extraordinary story. Yeah. And it's all from someone within the government. So, you know, it shows that there is, is, is concern about what appears to be two different sets of rules. Um, clearly, this is a big project. And as we said, we understand the need to bring in essential workers but the fact that you've got so many other people who can't get an answer at all out of SA Health, when in this case, all sorts of hoops um, appear to be being uh, jumped through in order to make this happen, despite the fact that SA workers uh, working alongside these people, albeit five metres away from them, have some concerns about yeah. the way it's being done. I mean, yesterday, his, his answer to our question about the border when we had the Premier on the show was, the last thing we want is the Delta strain running out of control here in South Australia. Well, couldn't agree more with that. Yet here's a case where it looks like the, a completely different quarantine arrangement is being set up for people who are coming here from Sydney.